0: When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis.
1: Good morning, everyone. It's uh, 7.07 a.m. on this uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Sean LeBlanc and Courtney Bondi in studio with me today. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Dan, and Good everyone morning.
1: listening. Uh, it's uh, it's not too cold it, it, today. Well, it's there's frost and stuff. Oh, my car but, was know, frozen. Was it? I park in the garage.
2: Oh, luxury Mine of having okay. a garage.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> my wife will purposely park just far enough over so I can't so get can. into the garage. How nice. That's yeah. <laughs> very nice. That's around. nice, Tanya.
2: She doesn't want to well, scratch your car when she gets out or anything like that. She's thinking of you, Sean.
3: Yeah, she's
1: it's for your <laughs> <a> benefit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I think so.
1: We'll see. <laughs> well, this morning I got a, a text from Nick saying, uh, from now on, you park in the driveway Whoa. on Saturday nights because the garage door wakes up the kids. So I've been kicked out of the garage <laughs> and I'll be moving to the driveway as of next Sunday. But, <laughs> only uh, Saturday nights. Only, sa- only one night so. a week, which is okay. We uh, it's, it's mostly in the winter when it's cold or when
3: it's raining. It's nice nice to have the garage to, you know. Well, the last time it snowed, I was in the garage. I I just pulled right out. And I started laughing at done. everybody shoveling. Exactly, I'm like, this is gonna melt. I hope. Well, Luckily, the it best
1: did. part of being uh, parking in the driveway with snow is that when you move the car, half the driveway is has no snow That's on true. it because the car was there. But you know, what do you do? We have lots to talk about in today's show. Um, we the, the the government's made some changes to um, uh, to the Ontario land transfer tax, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we also have uh, some friends of ours at the uh, Welcome Center. Shelter for Women that uh, are starting a um, really cool um, raffle uh, and the way to raise money for them. And we're going to talk to uh, to Kristen Douglas about that uh, shortly, just in a few minutes. Um, it's called Catch the Ace. It's I've never heard of it before, but it's apparently really big uh, in other places in the country. And uh, she'll tell us about that. It's really cool. Um, and then what else do we have? We have uh, some things in your home you didn't know can start a fire. And yes, one of them is a cell phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the old uh, those you know knockoff cell phone chargers; those yeah. are, those have always been known to ca- to catch fire. Well, you know, so all kinds of
1: all kinds of things there. Um, could you, uh, if you guys don't mind, could you start you know talking a bit louder? I can't hear in this ear on this uh, on this right side. It's been a week, so oh, if you guys don't no. mind yelling so I can hear you in the studio here, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. It is the most annoying thing I've oh I just can't I can't stand it we've had these colds in our family that have been lasting for it seems like two months it's never ending and uh, so then finally it all goes away but then my ear plugs up and it's like there's like water
3: it's just you could just and
1: everyone's complaining of the same thing it just goes on forever and ever
0: and
3: I think uh, it's ever. time to give up the candy and maybe start eating some what some oranges or something
0: no
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I uh, Speaking of candy,
1: somebody in this room right now may have been my secret Santa before the holidays.
2: What?
1: And um, decided to get me a box full of I think they raided the block barn. Oh yeah. Full of candy and chocolate and M and M's and it's all it's almost gone. It's all well. I had to eventually take it out of my office because I said I'm going to gain five thousand pounds. And so I end up moving it, shifting it to the front desk. And then Joyce was like, uh-uh. Then it shifted to the kitchen yep. in the office. And now it's pretty much gone. So I'm noticing it dwindling and dwindling it's down been worked every day. On. It's
2: been worked on yeah. a couple weeks. But that's not bad for the team. I'm, no, I'm, really.
1: I may or may not have grabbed a bag of Skittles the other day. Oh, really? Well, that's okay. And really, Sean can't talk because he's got a uh, a, a machine, uh, an M&M Gumball machine. It's for I the kids. Yeah, but- <laughs> it's for the yeah. kids. <laughs> for the kids and Dan and Sean and Courtney. Yeah, but- <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <laughs> so you
1: really can't escape the chocolate in our it's, office. It's but who did ball.
2: that? Who? Who gave? Who gave the big?
1: Sean won it at a gum- Christmas party. Actually,
2: it's technically supposed to be yeah the gum a gumball. Yeah, somebody decided to put
1: chocolate really, chocolate is much more. So- chocolate is way more effective than yeah. Gum. It's more effective. It's That's true. Fun. We just we joke with Sean saying it's a, it's a gum machine, so you can make it take money. So we just make it take
3: money, so that we have to pay for it every time we don't want to take chocolate. But then I have to yeah. take the time to take it apart to take out the money. Oh, it's worth it. You make a fortune. I like pro bono in our office. I'm pro bono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can pay off a car with that, uh, with what you'd make in our office. Potentially, yeah,
2: like
1: <laughs> or at least yeah, get some free copies. Oh my goodness! But. uh Hey, you got um by you I mean Sean you got a, a Google Home as well for uh, for Christmas didn't you
3: Yes, so uh, we talked we, about it on the show last week. We keep it in the kitchen, so it's it's funny the kids uh, you know they know how to use it to play their music. So for anybody listening, if if you
1: don't know what Google Home, we got one for my staff got uh, got us one for Christmas uh, and it's sitting in my office. Um, and then Sean has one at home. So Google Home is basically um it's a, a Google a assistant. Home, right? it's a Siri for your home, right? Siri for your home, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just Hey Google. <laughs> so yeah, it's, who right uh, now,
3: it's it's a it's a really nice speaker. It's a yeah. good, good quality speaker. So if you're playing your music, the the music comes through in like a, a amazing quality. Yep. You can instantly play whatever song you want. It's really easy to tell it to shut up. So, <laughs> yeah And it's it's there to answer <clears throat> any questions, yep. So, I mean, we were we were cooking chicken or something. I'm like, hey, Google, what, what does the temperature for chicken need to be? And there we go. We find, out the, yep. we find out the, yep. the temperature. That's
1: cool. It's very neat. Yeah. So it's, but like, like we were talking about next, uh, last week on the show with, uh, with Kath and Sue, you know, it's funny cause you have then the, the privacy people that just really, it's always listening. It well, truly is always listening. And there's a mute button, yep. but I don't really use
3: the Did mute you button. know that it records everything you've ever said to it? Oh wow! Really? Yep. So you can go into the Stop. settings, and you can see a log. Get out! Of, of, uh, and it's recorded everything you've ever said to it.
1: Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start turning so, off yeah. my Google. But yeah, it, really. It, but in yeah. the office, I my mind is really pretty much just for music. Is what I use it for. Yeah. Um, you know, I can say, "Hey Google, turn on AM
3: 800," and next thing you know, AM "Okay, 800? Dan, here's AM 800." Yeah, it's it, uh, it's uh, when it, it, it needs a little bit more functionality, I think, to be uh, fully functional, Yeah, like as far as uh, being able to schedule or um, remind me to, but we use it for the grocery list, which is great because right in the kitchen, hey, Google, remind me to uh, buy eggs or remind sure, me to sure. buy this. And then when we're in the grocery store, does, yes? yeah, I can pull up, my, pull up the grocery list and it'll tell me everything it's reminded me to, to get. Nice. So where does,
2: it, where does it log it at then from? You have an app on your phone? For Google Home, yeah. So there's there's okay. a there's
3: a Google Home app, and there um and is like, put it in, the in the like memos? reminders
2: yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh. Huh?
3: Cool. So Google shopping list.
1: There's like a million things it can do. You just have to research it, and
3: yeah. Just and it. it's gonna it's gonna get better. Like if you get these new um Bluetooth lights, you could say, "Hey Google, turn off the yep. the bedroom lights. Turn off." Um uh Andrew in our office. Yes. He has um, Phillips Hue. He has the Phillips lights in his bedroom. Yes. And uh he said, Hey Google, set the mood. And the <laughs> the lights uh the lights dimmed and turned red. And so his wife was Yeah, then you have uh, Bethany, was, Bethany like, was Andrew, enough's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. So yeah, there's uh the the functionality of what you can do in your houses. He was just telling me the other day that uh he
1: can tell when Bethany is at home and she turns off the whatever it is, she turns off because she gets annoyed by them. And he gets a not- notification on his phone saying <laughs> whatever. So he texts text her saying, Bethany, please stop turning off the lights. She's yeah. like, Really?
3: Well we have, have it to connected to home? uh the thermostat. Yeah. So yeah. um every time Tanya walks by, it's in the hallway, she always turns the heat up, right? So so I can be in the kitchen and just Quietly whisper, "Hey Google, turn it back down." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny.
1: But hey, I have to say good morning to uh, my little guy Sebastian this morning, who's uh, slept over at Grandma and Papa's, Aww. and uh, he's listening. Good morning, buddy. Hope you had a good night's sleep. And uh, Grandma just messaged saying he's listening. So, good morning they're they're about ready to go to the, to the uh, farm with Papa this huh. morning to go and Ooh, uh, yeah, check on the dress uh, warm on on the on the cows and Aww. yeah, on Uncle Larry's cows and. They have some chickens and some some hens and all kinds of things over there. But lucky, they're about to head out and, and do that. But um, so let's let's take a break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, with uh, with Kristen Douglas uh, from the Welcome Center uh, about their upcoming raffle. Uh, and it's really cool. So we'll talk to her about that and a lot more. Okay, right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
0: Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team.
1: Welcome back to the show. Now, uh a charity that we've worked uh, closely with for for many years now, uh has uh something up their sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we're going to talk to uh to Kristen Douglas. She's a th- strategic partnership manager over at the Welcome Center Shelter for Women. Good morning, Kristen. How are you?
4: Good. How are you guys?
1: Very good. Thank you. You've got uh, some exciting stuff happening over at the uh, at the shelter.
4: Absolutely. So, on Monday, we are actually launching the first ever provincially licensed Catch the Ace raffle in winter.
1: Fantastic! So, so tell people out there, what uh, what is Catch the Ace?
4: Uh, great question, and a lot of people have asked me that. <laughs> yeah. um, so the concept is uh, essentially it's a weekly draw, um, and so 50% goes to the charity, 20% goes to the weekly winner, and 30% goes in the jackpot that could carry over from week to week until the Ace of Spades is drawn. So the idea is that over the weeks, the deck gets smaller and the jackpot gets bigger.
1: Wow. Interesting.
4: Yeah. Yeah, We're we're super excited.
1: So then basically um, people come in, they buy tickets, uh, and uh, the first draw is when?
4: Uh, the first draw is on February ninth. So we usually it is a weekly draw. So after February ninth, there it will be weekly, be weekly. But we have a little bit of extra time right now to kind of get that first initial jackpot up to uh, a decent amount. So okay. we're happy to have that extra time. We've got six different locations that people can buy tickets at. Okay, uh, which is. Uh, great because I know that, you know, not everyone lives in the in the West End near the shelter. So, you know, they can buy tickets in uh, in Amherstburg, East Windsor, and um, at the shelter.
1: Fantastic. And, and we'll get to those locations uh, shortly here as well. Um, so then on February 9th, uh, a draw is done. You pick a name. And th- does that person come in and Draw from a deck of cards? Is that what happens? Yeah.
4: So basically, when you buy your your raffle ticket, there's a section on there to pick a number between one and fifty-two. So when oh, okay. the draw happens, it's going to be at the shelter at five thirty. Uh, we are going to pick a ballot out of uh, out of the box, and when we pick that ballot, whoever's name is on there, um, we're going to call them and we're going to say, "Okay, we picked your name. You've won." So automatically, they've won the weekly draw. Okay. Um, then they can ha- they have the option to come in if they would like to. They have an hour to come in um, and pick the envelope themselves just to be part of the excitement yep. um, or if they can't make it in then we would pick the number that they chose on their raffle ticket uh, and see if it's the ace
1: how cool and so uh, the ace of spades is what they're after correct this is, yeah that's, that's uh, the one and so if for example um you know courtney wins this week and she runs in there and within the hour she picks whatever card it's whatever it's it's a 10 of clubs yep. then it starts back up again And that jackpot number just keeps growing until that ace of spades has been picked.
4: That's right. And even uh, the whole idea came from some food bank volunteers. They had seen it take off on the East Coast and have jackpots of almost $2 million. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that would be wonderful if we got to that point. No doubt. Um, So, I mean, it is something that can can certainly take off. And, you know, in, in Windsor, people like, Stuff like this, and uh, I think it'll be fun if, if the jackpot does get high. How cool! To give someone in Windsor a chance to win.
1: Cord, do you have a question.
4: Yeah, do
2: you have to buy weekly tickets then? Like once you do one draw, do I have to rebuy again to
4: win the you grand do. prize? Or yep. Yep. okay. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you would buy the uh, your tickets weekly okay yes yeah,
1: so they don't they don't carry over to the next to the next week you have to keep that that's that's part of the fun I guess right
4: so, so Thursdays yeah Thursdays would be the only day that you cannot buy tickets because it is the day of the draw okay so if we do not choose the ace of spades then tickets uh, go on sale Friday morning at 9 a.m. until Wednesday at 7 p.m. the following week the draw is on Thursday and then so on
1: now because you know the Dan Jemis team is helping sell tickets and doobies is helping sell tickets does that mean Courtney Sean and I can't buy tickets
4: great question i've had all the staff and volunteers ask me the same question as well Um, there are no rules against it so you can certainly buy tickets um however I think most of us at the shelter anyway have just decided if, you know, maybe That's our family not, and friends dude. will buy tickets and yeah. and just to, okay. <laughs> as much as we want to, <laughs> <laughs> it might look a little weird.
1: <laughs> yes, it would. I guess you're right. Okay, we'll just sell them for you. So tell us, where can people uh, get information on, on the contest and where to find tickets?
4: Uh, so if they want more information on the contest, uh, they can either... All of the information is going to be on our Facebook page. Um, we're going to be adding the information to our website as well. Um, or they can just call the shelter. It's uh, 519-971-7595. And all of us have hopefully the answers to all the questions.
1: <laughs> good, good. And, and the tickets are how much, Kristen?
4: They are $5 for one or 3 for 10
1: Okay, not bad at all.
4: Yeah, we I mean, cool. wanted to make it you know so that anyone can really participate if they want to.
1: Um, where can people uh, stop in and, and uh, buy tickets if uh, if they wanted to?
4: So they can buy tickets at six different locations. Uh, you know two of them.
1: Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, so uh, Duby's Home Centre and Dan Gemma's Real Estate. And you can also buy them at Coleo Estate Winery. Okay. Uh, you can also buy them at White Feather Holistic Arts on Ottawa at Generator Design on Walker Road, and then of course at the Welcome Centre Shelter on Bridge.
1: Fantastic. Uh, I know that uh, the staff over at uh, Doobies Home Centre called me yesterday saying people were already stopping in looking to buy tickets. So
4: Yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> exciting. hearing this, so this is, this is good news. <laughs> that's
1: exciting. So now that they, they have the tickets, so now you can safely stop in and you, you can start uh, buying as of tomorrow?
4: As of Monday morning, yes. Yeah? As of
1: Monday morning, fantastic! How exciting! Well, listen, we are super excited for you guys. That's going to be um, one heck of a fun contest and uh, and, and raffle. And uh, I hope you guys really do well with it. And it's it's uh, something. While we have you on the phone, Kristen, tell people out there about the the shelter.
4: Uh, so I work at the Welcome Centre Shelter for Women and Now Families. Uh, so not only do we support uh, women at our current location, but we also uh, help house families. And we're the only shelter in the city that does that. So uh, that was why we started doing it. And uh, our main goal is to, is to get people housed. Uh, so when they come to us, we want to make sure that they have a safe place to sleep. Uh, we want to make sure that we help them in their in their quest to find a house because, you know, things become a lot easier once you have a home. No doubt. Uh, so that's, that's our main goal. We also have a food bank. So anyone from Crawford uh, West is uh, welcome to use our food bank as well.
1: Amazing. You guys do amazing things there. I know uh, you know my wife and I toured it uh, a couple of years back and you guys really do uh, do great things. And, and keep up the great work. Uh, well, it, you know The community really loves what you do.
4: We appreciate all your help.
1: Of course. And look at, uh, we'll be talking lots in the next, uh, hopefully the coming, what, 52 weeks? So you raise yes. lots of money. <laughs> Right?
4: Hopefully there's a lineup outside of your door. You got it. Not a
1: problem. <laughs> Listen, Kristen, thank you for all the help and uh, good job. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's uh, Kristen Douglas, Strategic Partnership Manager over at the Welcome Center Shelter for Women and Families, as she says. How exciting, right?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah anytime, Isn't that cool?
1: Anytime you can raise money for something like that. Yeah. It's, it's... it's It's a fun concept.
2: And it's fun, yeah.
1: It just makes me want to, you know. And she's right; we probably shouldn't buy tickets to be safe, but we'll sell lots to our families and friends.
2: There you go. You yeah, know?
1: my family's gonna buy lots of tickets. Exactly. Yes, Nikki <laughs> bought lots of tickets. That's but it's it's uh, what what great way to raise uh, raise great money. So again, tickets are five bucks each or three for ten dollars, uh, and the first draw is February ninth. Um, and like uh, like Kristen said, what happens is fifty uh, percent of the ticket sales for that week. Uh, stays with the charity. 20% goes to uh, that week's um, winner, that whoever uh, they pulled that week. And 30% goes to uh, the accumulating jackpot. So when that person pulls the ace of spades, they get that accumulated jackpot. And hopefully it's massive. How cool would that be? Yeah. What a fun way to do a, a raffle. That's uh, going to be interesting.
3: I like it. Yeah. Huh.
1: and so again uh, the Dan Gemma's team uh, is selling tickets through our office in Amherstburg 61 Richmond uh, Doobie's Home Center as well uh, 269 Richmond uh, Ramsey 269 Ramsey uh, is selling tickets as well uh, and and some other locations so you can find all of their locations on the Welcome Center Shelter for Women uh, Facebook page but there you go that's
2: awesome exciting How about that? news yeah. they do
1: great things there they really do it's uh we've, we've toured it they have uh, a food bank that uh Many people use uh, and, uh, you know, it's one thing that Nick and I always talk about. During Christmas, during the holidays, people are always thinking of donating to these food banks. But when it comes down to the spring and people aren't, you know, they're not thinking about. Oh, they need it all year round. All year round. No question. And I remember a lady giving us a tour uh, and, and explained to us that, you know, what they need most oftentimes is, you know, the stuff that people don't think about. Everyone gives canned goods. Everyone gives, you know, but they need. The cereals and diapers, you know, stuff for 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 babies, the kids, the um, families that uh, they they could often uh, often use. But lots of great uh, exciting things happening uh, over there, and uh, you know, I know they're they're working on on getting a, a large location as well. And uh, but good on them, they do good work and uh, yeah, let's get them up. lots of money.
2: Yep, yep,
1: you, you got it. So when we come back, let's talk about some things in your home you didn't know could start a fire. How about that? Uh-huh. And one of them is your Samsung uh Galaxy Note, Note Note 7. <laughs> yeah, which I had. It could start a fire, but uh lots more, okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
0: Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Gemis Real Estate team website at dangemmis.com.
1: Welcome back to the show, Courtney Bonnie, Sean LeBlanc in studio with me today, sales reps with the Dan Jamis team, and um, okay, what do we have here? Oh, things in your home you didn't know can start a fire, and I know somewhere on this list is a cell phone, someone, I'm not sure who has it on their list. I think I do. Do you? Okay, let's start with that, because I've had one.
3: <laughs> okay. Can a cell phone really cause a fire? You yes. bet it can. In July 2014, a Dallas teenager woke up to see her Samsung smartphone melted and smoldering beneath her pillow. Okay, wait, 2014? I think that's when it first started.
2: Holy cow.
3: It might, it no. The note, the note 7 just the came year. out. This must have been another, oh, no, no, a different no, no. one. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a different the one. No, the Note yeah, 7 came out last year. Last year. I yeah. knew. Uh, You should never cover up a cell phone with a blanket or a pillow or anything else that could restrict airflow and cause the battery to overheat and catch fire. In addition, leaving your cell phone unattended while charging for extended periods of time can also have the same result. Meanwhile, in one case, a man's phone spontaneously burst into flames while he carried it in his pocket. Also, these cases are extremely rare. You may want to keep an eye on your phone and don't leave it charging for an extended period of time while you sleep or are you away from okay. home. You know what I,
2: comes to mind too in your in your car in the summertime.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I've speaking of that, I've had actually mine overheat um back when I had a, an iPhone. Um it, it would overheat and it would actually turn off. It would it would tell it would tell you it's turning yeah, it off because it's, it's too hot, yeah. But I'm thinking of what you're saying, Sean, and I literally have my phone charging on the on the kitchen counter every night.
3: Like it's just. Oh, mine's right beside my bed all night, eight hours.
1: At least something happens, it's next to you. Mine
3: is in the kitchen all the way. It's. Well, easy. have you started using the wireless charger yes. at all? That's what I use. Yeah, it's so did it kick. I don't think it'd get too hot through that. Well, I hope
1: not.
2: Oh, my goodness. Now you're not going to be able to sleep at night. No,
1: seriously. Well, you know, we, we laugh, but when, when this whole thing went down with the Samsung phones, the Note 7, I had just gotten it and I loved it. And next thing you know, they're exploding or whatever. They're catching fire. And at first, okay, well, what are the odds going to happen to your phone? You know, you do the whole. It's never going to happen. It's fine. It's just a couple cases. But then it starts going, building up and building up. And okay, you know what? I'm I'm switching it. But it got to the point where I literally wouldn't, I wouldn't le- let it charge while I was while I left the room because that's when the problems were happening when it was charging. Yep. And so I wouldn't let it charge my phone when uh, when I wasn't in the room. So. I eventually got a new phone. you know well, with you didn't a have a choice. I didn't have a choice, they but keep, they killed them. Yeah, but let's keep going. On. so we're we're talking about things in your house so uh, you didn't know could start a fire court. What's next?
2: Your pet's heat lamp, so heaters and heat lamps are notorious for causing fires, but don't forget about heat lamps for pets such as birds, reptiles, mm-hmm. um, or a toasty cat. <laughs> in recent there's apparently there's a picture with it in this case of this photo. <laughs> Um, in recently years, lamps used to heat snakes, turtles, birds, and other animals have caused fires when the critters knocked over the lamps. Yeah, So it's the critters' fault. But yeah, well, that makes sense. Can't believe it's a Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they get hot for sure. Really hot. Yeah. Um, what do I have here? Uh, your laptop computer. There have been numerous reports of laptop batteries overheating and causing fires, in some cases even leading to deaths. The problem lies with lithium-ion batteries that uh, power laptops, which consist of three parts, a positive electrode uh, made of uh, lithium alloy, a negative electrode made from carbon, and a thin polymer layer between the two that's called a separator, which keeps the positive and negative electrodes apart and prevents a short circuit. If this layer gets damaged, a short circuit can trigger a thermal runaway that causes the battery to heat up to the point that a battery combusts, kicking off a chain reaction that winds up with a flaming
3: laptop. Hmm. hmm. Well, that and keep, like keeping on your bed, you know, yeah. not letting the the, the fan breathe. Yep. A, those are pretty common. You've I heard think. of people burning their legs if their laptops are on their legs. It's oh yeah, yep, tragedy. Yep, get an iPad, get an iPad. <laughs> yeah, or just don't use computers. There you go. Go yeah, back to
1: go back the book, the book and pen.
3: Uh no, no, never. What's next? Huh? All right, batteries in the junk drawer. If you're like most yes. people, you've probably got a junk drawer crammed with a few tools batteries, and other assorted deterrents. But here's the problem. According to the U.S. National Fire Prevention Association, the positive and negative posts on a 9-volt battery are close enough together that if the two posts touch a piece of metal, say a screwdriver or a paperclip, it can cause a short circuit and create enough heat to start a fire. The best bet is to keep Batteries in their packaging until they're put to use, wow. or put a piece of tape over the posts of an unpackaged nine volt battery. Do you ever do the nine volt battery test? On yeah. test of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, many times. But yeah, that, I that, I I never ever would have thought that. Neither. It makes oh. sense though. Do you know, a nine volt battery will sense. will power a tens machine to to do muscle really? constriction? That's all it needs. Is that little huh. that little yeah. bit can shoot your muscles into a, a frenzy. Huh. And I guess it can start a fire too. Interesting. You know we've got we have opening. a box full of
1: uh, old batteries that we have to get rid of. That's been sitting collecting at the, the house. You, you shouldn't throw them in the garbage, obviously, right? Because it ends up in landfills. But mm-hmm. um, Court, what's next?
2: So the, uh, this one's for uh, those that enjoy baking and uh, perhaps lighting up a cigar. Hmm. So uh, yes, seriously, back in the day, fires would frequently break out in flour mills where the air was thick with flour particles. That's because flour is made from glucose molecules that are bound together, making it highly combustible, in the same way that a marshmallow roasting on a campfire will instantly burst into flame if it gets too close to the fire. So although flour explosions in the modern kitchen are extremely rare, it's best to ear on the side of caution. If you're baking and the air is thick with flour, it's not the best time to light up that cigar. That'd
1: be quite the uh, baking uh, extravaganza, yes. wouldn't it? got flour all over the place. I kind of, be a I I kind of <laughs> want to try that. Have you been there? <laughs> Sean loves to cook and bake, and yeah, no, 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 ex- awesome no explosions, explosions.
3: yet. Speaking of it's which, true. you haven't had anything at the office. Any surprises? Any... Well, i yeah. working through
2: the candy. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've true.
3: been supposedly eating clean the last uh, since since uh, well d- oh, started just before Christmas. I mean, terrible time to start a diet. Do yes. not yeah, start a Christ- diet before Christmas. A couple of weeks before Christmas, and then uh, obviously got off the rails <laughs> uh, over the holidays. But yeah, I've been I've been. Back on the train. Look at you. I'm doing good. Choo choo. <laughs> but now I have the itch to to bake to something. Bake. Oh, but horrible. Andrew's birthday is coming up, so oh boy. So something uh, something's coming. You gotta make that first thing you made. Whose birthday was it?
1: Was it Quartz? Was no, it, I
2: think it was Joyce. It, or... Someone's birthday
1: was that cookie <laughs> crumble. Oh the brownie, brownie, brownie delicious thing. Yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. Stuffed uh, stuffed chocolate chip cookies with brownies. Ugh. Those That's are good. horrible. Uh, next on the list of things in your home you didn't know can start a fire. The light bulb in your closet. Light bulbs aren't typically seen as a fire hazards, but imagine a small closet piled high with clothing, blankets, and other fabric. If the pile is high enough to touch the bulb and the light is left on long enough, this could generate enough heat to start a fire.
3: Very true. What's next, Sean? Okay. I mean, this is maybe for next year, but Christmas stockings hanging on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Holiday stunk- stockings? Hung by the chimney with care is an image as Christmas as Frosty the Snowman. One big problem, though, those stockings are highly flammable, especially if it's made from synthetic fiber, which, I mean, what is not made from synthetic fiber anymore. And a spark from a wood-burning fireplace could cause those stockings to burst into flames. It's a good idea to take the stockings down when a fire is lit and then hang them back up when it has been fully extinguished. Hmm. Common sense people Common I mean sense. we have a a joke stocking, so the kids have their normal stockings, yeah. and then I have the it, you could literally stand inside the stocking. it's so big come on, and we'll we'll hang that up every year, and we always joke around with the kids that you know Santa's gonna fill that stocking and literally a <laughs> human could fit inside this thing, but uh to date, nothing has ever gone inside that stocking, <laughs> so i'm I'm over when it comes to, to oh, Santa geez. and my big stocking, oh yeah, I've been good. there's always next, next year. year. Yeah. Always next year. What do you got, Court?
2: So, uh, those dead flowers you've been meaning to throw away. In 2010, a fire in Arkansas uh, had $20,000 worth of damage after some potted flowers that had died and decomposed wound up bursting into flames. So, according to the insurance claim, the fire was caused by self heating through decombustion of organic materials contained within a plastic flower pot. So, spontaneous combustion is rare, but it does happen. So why tempt fate by having a pot full of decomposing fertilizer fuel ready to blow? Interesting. Interesting.
1: On my list next, um, I actually know of somebody who had their house burned down from this one. So this this one is definitely um, a big thing in your home. You didn't know could start a fire. So rodents chewing on electrical wires. Oh. You could have a four-legged fire hazard living within your walls and not even know it. Rodents, such as rats, mice, and even squirrels, have been known to gnaw electrical wiring behind walls. This isn't as rare uh, an occurrence as you might think, according to fire safety experts. More than one quarter of all U.S. fires, I'm sure Canadian fires too, that have uh, no known origin are believed to be started by electrical fires due to wire that was exposed by a chew-happy rodent. I know somebody who, in the last year, um, had their whole house burned down to the ground. Uh, because they are expecting a rodent to chew a wire between the house and the garage, in the exterior garage, the uh, detached garage. So um, that is something that definitely happens, uh, and you got to be careful. But really, you can't really stop it. How do you stop it? You buy a cat. You buy, buy a cat, I guess, yeah. Just from
2: don't the- get it, that
3: heat lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Go for it, Sean, what's next? Okay, that vintage lamp you picked up from the flea market. You've bought a home, or you've... Yeah, you've just bought a home, an amazing flea market find, a vintage art deco lamp. Even better, you've screwed in the light bulb, plugged it in, and discovered it works. Better slow down for all you know that lamps, ancient wiring might be frayed or loosened and it could spark an electrical fire. Won't you sleep better if you take the light to a lighting shop and have the wiring checked out by a pro? The answer is obviously yes. Huh. Anything else, Court?
2: Yeah, your dryer's lint traps, one of the biggest fire hazards in your home can be found in the laundry room, your dryer's lint trap. So if you're not diligent about keeping it clear, lint can build up and clog up your dryer vent, restricting airflow to the dryer and causing exhaust gases to back up. So in fact, more than 15,000 fires in the U.S. each year are caused by clogged dryer vents. So bottom line, people just regularly clean your lint traps and it goes a long way to preventing a disaster.
3: That's a big one. That is a big one. Else has, is, that, is that the list? You know, there's one that's not on this list yep. and it happened to uh, a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, they were just getting ready to finish the build on his house mm-hmm. and they put uh, stain rags in a bag. Yep. Tied up the bag and they obviously combusted. Yep. And uh, all but destroyed, you know, yes. a, a brand new house that had just about been completed. Yep. And the, the smoke... Uh, had filled the entire house, the entire house had to be uh, gutted and totally redone. It was, uh, it was awful. It was, it was horrible for them. Like their clothes were in there. It was everything, mm. and it was literally just from from a, a, a stained rag that had been uh, contained in a plastic bag. You know, and you, do, you don't think, right? You have
1: every your house burns down. Um, you have all of your wedding pictures. You have all your kids, you know, pictures. From, you know, growing up. You have all your those sentimental things eh? like the pictures like the
2: closer you can replace and everything but those pictures you can't replace the pictures those those things yeah
1: right you know i know us now with our kids we've been you know we have smartphones now and every time we take a picture it saves it to the cloud right so we'd be okay with our kids pictures but with all of our old pictures and albums when we were kids you can't get that back you can't get that back right but something you have to uh you have to think about and be cautious and uh, you know the governments have, have really improved the the codes uh, in the last little while, and now you have to have a, um, uh, a smoke detector uh, in each in each room, yep. right? Which
3: I think is a great idea. Now there's the the strobe light, so yep. there's there's an actual flashing light that yes. goes off when. Yep. I mean, they're all but making it impossible for for you to not you know wake up at the first sign of a fire yep. to, to prevent those those. And what do we hear all the time? They didn't have working smoke detectors yeah. when there's a All major the time. fire. All the time. Well, because really people will buy a house and they won't even switch
1: out the detectors. And they've been there for 15 years and they don't realize they're yeah. not working anymore. Right? They don't test them. You should Google test them Google Home, remind year.
2: me, change the smoke detector. Yes.
1: Or, and check them. Test them. Yeah. Right? Press that button. Check it out. Okay, there you go. That's uh, some things in your home we didn't know could start a fire. When we come back... Um, the beginning of of each year in January there's the big tech show in Vegas CES we're gonna talk about some of the the biggest uh, trends that we saw some of the coolest products that were there uh, this past year okay that and lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis real estate show
0: for real estate service you can count on call the Dan Jemis real estate team for real estate advice you can trust you listen to the Dan Jemis real estate show here's your host Dan Jemis
1: okay welcome back to the show uh, before we get to our next topic we have a couple of listings we want to mention Sean go for it
3: Yes, we have an incredible listing on Osaka 4692 Osaka Circle it's in Walker Walkergate Estates. Um, I mean Silver City the 401 there's major shopping. And uh, there's major buzz. We already have two registered offers. We're looking at offers tonight at seven. So there's still time to get through uh-huh. um, five bedrooms, three full baths. One of them's including an ensuite. There's two full kitchens. The house is literally set up as a duplex. So you have that rare South Windsor Raised Ranch that also will double wow. as a duplex. In law suite. In law suite. Yeah. Or if you have teenagers that you just can't stand, you of. can put them in the basement. Close the door. And
2: charge them rent. And there's <laughs> um,
3: there's a separate grade entrance out, off the back. So there it's literally can operate as two self-contained units, which yeah. is uh which is amazing. We also have uh speedy car wash. Yes. On Langlois, which uh I'm told is the oldest operating car. Car wash in Canada it was established in 1924. Stop. Come oh, on, cool. so you have a chance at uh, running a cool. tremendous business that is also uh, considered one of the most historical landmarks yes. uh, in the
1: country. They've been great friends of AM 800 as well for for many years.
3: Yeah, and I mean it, it, the the car wash is is uh, a full service car wash, so it's not just one of those auto operated things. There's literally a team of people that work there. So yeah, if you've got a big family and you're looking to employ the whole Family, I yeah. could see uh, you know, dad sitting in the office with his feet up and, and watching the kids go wash the cars. That's true day. experience of the car wash, say, right? Let's that's just,
2: true experience. Let's
3: just give
1: up on the real estate stuff, you know, and let's just go Ooh, and work at the, the car wash. That'd Dan, be kind of cool. The Dan Gemma's car wash.
2: Yeah. I
3: like it. Uh,
2: that would be dangerous. I think we'd have more fun. I could see Sean just being disastrous, getting everyone wet. and...
3: I would just I could... like a clean car. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I don't know about everybody else.
1: <laughs> that's cool. So that's, uh, that's coming up uh, this week.
3: Yes, yeah, the car wash uh will uh, list on Monday, Osaka yep. Circle uh tonight at 7. we're looking at the offers. Yeah, looking at the offers. So, cool. a yeah, big uh, big weekend.
1: Fantastic. And if you are thinking of uh, of selling and you want a free home evaluation, the team would love to help. You can give us a call 7 days a week, uh, 519-566-5565 or visit us online at com. That's G E M U S. Okay, so uh, CES, which is the, um, the big, um, tech, uh, trade show in Vegas every year in January. Uh, obviously just, just happened, uh, last week. And there were some things, uh, some pretty cool, um, nifty, you know, inventions that were, were, uh, were showcased. Here's a couple of them. So number one, uh, was, was Curry by Mayfield Robotics. If you're looking for a smart home hub, so this was kind of like uh, Google home and, um, uh, uh Alexa, um. From Amazon. Amazon, Amazon's Alexa. Uh, smart home hub that can play your music, answer your questions, and control your home's temperature. You've got plenty of options from Google Home to Amazon Echo to lesser-known startups, but what if you want something a little more personable? Curie, uh, I'm assuming it's pronounced Curry or Curie, or, uh, an adorable home robot created by Mayfield Robotics may be just the thing. Described by TechCrunch as an Amazon Echo designed by Pixar. Uh, Curry can indeed do many of the things that other uh, smart home hubs can do but because it was designed to be a companion first and an assistant second there are notable differences for example curry can follow you around the house recognize your face and voice and even play with your kids <laughs> <laughs> Mayfield Robotics is currently accepting pre-orders for curry and plans to ship the first units out for the 2017 holiday season devices are selling for a mere $699 Look like price of an iPad. You can have a friend for your kids.
4: You know, it's <laughs> not. Yeah. You can literally buy your friend's kids now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, pro- and program uh. that friend. Yeah, program <gasps> the friend. Boy, oh boy. What, what's I'm telling you? This world is about to I change. It's, it's
3: drastically. It's the. Uh, drastically. It's like the Terminator movie. Yes. You know? It's Skynet is uh, is about to take over. It's I'm telling happening. You, I have to look out! It's happening quick. This 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 year is going to be huge for
1: AI and for. Virtual reality and it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. A uh, number two, levitating portable speaker. by LG. Have you seen this anywhere? No. LG's levitating portable speaker may be, uh, may not be the most practical device to add to your home, but its cool factor is off the charts. Designed with the intention of communicating the message that LG is serious about bringing something different to the table, it's able to deliver high quality audio while making a visual impression. Wondering. Um, how it works, according to LG, powerful electromagnetic uh, magnets located in the base of the speaker are responsible for its stunning visual effect. No pricing or sales information has been released yet, but we'll definitely uh, be staying tuned. And It literally floats in the air off its base. We got pictures in the studio, but if you if you just Google it, it'll just just tell just say, hey Google, show me LG's floating speaker, and it'll pop right up. Um, but that's pretty cool. Um, next, we've only got uh, a little bit of time left here. Um, there's a couple. Jennican uh, by Can. If you don't think throwing out the garbage could be high tech, think again. Once Can hits the market, you'll be able to scan packages as you dispose of them, automatically adding them to a shopping list on your phone. Designed to clip onto a garbage or recycle bin, the device also works with items without barcodes and will ship... The thi- uh, and we'll ship the things you can scan automatically if you're registered for the Amazon Dash replenishment service. Pretty nifty. Jennicane is selling at a pre-order price of $124, but will cost $149 once regular sales begin. The first units should be delivered early this year. So imagine, so your 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 can your bottle of ketchup, you're about to put it in the recycle bin. You you as you're putting it down in the recycle bin, it scans the bottle of ketchup, and adds it to your list.
3: Or just you get new ketchup coming right to your house.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah, it just comes right to your house.
3: I'd be okay with that.
2: I, I don't I'm telling know. We're becoming you. lazy too, though.
1: I'm telling you. <laughs> Extremely lazy. Things are changing. Oh,
2: my goodness. So
1: that's just a couple things from the uh, the uh, big tech show at CES in Las uh, Vegas. That would Las be Vegas. fun to go to. I would love that.
3: I think we're going to do it next year, Let's then.
1: do it next year. Done. Done. Let's book it right now. Okay, so... We're going to take a break here. We're going to book Vegas for next year, for next January, and we'll come right back and wrap up the show right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
0: Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor-Essex, Dan Jemis.
1: Well, there you have it. That's another show for us uh, this uh, this week. And again, if you are thinking of buying or selling, the Dan Jemis team would love to help, right guys? Yes.
3: We... Are desperate for listings, and when I say that, uh, the abundance of buyers that I know, you yes. know, our team personally is working with. Um, but w- you know, we're seeing these multiple offers coming up so often. Yeah, the, the industry is starving for listings, and I mean, we'd love to get you that uh, that next record-setting price. That yeah. uh, Get you the article in the Windsor Star. Be you nice. got
1: it. You got it. So you can give us a call, 519-566-5565, seven days a week. You can visit us online, danjemis.com. And don't forget, uh, the Catch the Ace raffle starts tomorrow. Uh, and uh, you can buy tickets at our office at 61 Richmond in Amherstburg. You can buy them at uh, Doobie's Home Center in Amherstburg as well, 269 uh, Ramsey Street. You can buy them at the Welcome Center Shelter. Uh, and you can go on their on their Facebook page and see a couple of locations that you can buy tickets there as well. Okay, everybody, go back to work, sell a couple houses today, and help some clients find some stuff. And we'll see everybody on uh, next Sunday. See you later. Bye. Yeah.
0: You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you have thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.